Welcome to Inside Yorkshire with Susan, bringing you intriguing details about the lives of people here in Yorkshire. So, come on in and join us. Hello, Susan here, Inside Yorkshire. Now, today's episode, we're finding out more about the Little White Bus service that runs in the Dales. Not just um, in this Dale, Swaledale. At Swaledale, we have the Swaledale Shuttle. And in Wensleydale, the Wensleydale Voyager. I'm not sure if there are others. But um, today, I'm talking to David Gathercole about his role as a volunteer bus driver. Good morning, David. Good morning. Now, you've been driving for the Little White Bus for... Um, 18 months is it? We've lived in the area for 18 months. I've been driving for around about 14 of those months. Right and you you started then I'm just curious to know then once once you decided you were going to volunteer um, what was the what was the process just for everyone's interest? Well funnily enough it was on my birthday in October and we had a ride on the little white bus into Richmond so we could have a couple of drinks me and my wife and on the way back the driver got chatting and we talked about volunteering and she gave me a a, a laminate a piece of A4 with drivers wanted on the little white bus. So I contacted the office, uh, spoke to them and eventually took a Midas test, which you need to take in order to drive the bus. And here I am, loving it. So was there actual training or you're just, your driving ability is, is just checked to make sure you meet the... Um the standards that they need? It's both. Uh, there's a, a run about four or five hours test, a Midas test, um, which you get to speak to a, a tutor. He tells you about various braking times and all the other things that you need to know for driving um, 16-seater buses or similar. And then he takes you around a, a course around Hawes. Uh, I, took, I was taking around Hawes for a drive for around about 20 minutes and then you have a bit of a, a parking, you have to reverse into a parking space to just to make sure you've got the sort of ability to manoeuvre a bus, really. And yeah, and never look back, really. It's great. So you can drive a bus um, up to 16 seats then on a normal driving licence, I think you were saying. I can, yes. Uh, but the Little White Bus Company look into all that. Don't worry about all that. If you mm. want to volunteer, the Little White Bus Company check your license to make sure you're able to drive, help you through the Midas test, etc. It's not a, a big deal. It's it's something to grab with both hands. Now I know I well I imagine it can be quite good fun all the people that you're meeting when you're doing it, but it's a very long day, isn't it? So maybe you could just talk us through a day. In your life as a little white bus driver. Yeah, of course. Um, I start at uh, 7.45 in the morning. I set off from Muka in Swaledale. I go along to Reith, where the bus is actually kept. Uh, I do all the checks on the bus, uh, check the tyres and the all the levels on the engine, etc., etc. Um, and then basically get the bus started for my first pick-up at 8.30 in Reith. Then that goes over to Richmond. Um there's quite a few people in Reith go over to Richmond. I usually pick four or five up in the morning. Uh, over to Richmond for uh, just before nine o'clock. Set off at nine o'clock back over to Reith. And then along from Reith, along to Keld. Uh, stopping obviously at all the various little villages along the way. 
stop in Kell for about, I don't know, about a quarter of an hour at 10 o'clock, then back off to Reith, and then eventually back to Richmond, but then that's just before lunch. So that goes over through Downhome and Hudswell into Richmond, and then we have a break, a substantial break, about an hour and a half, I believe, and then we come back and do the same again in the afternoon. Exactly the same again in the afternoon. Just after lunch, we go back into Reith via Downhome and uh, Hudswell, and then up to Keld, and then back again. <laughs> Eventually, we come back um, into Richmond uh, for around about 20 to 6, back to Reith for 6 o'clock at night. And then sometimes there are some school children come on the little white bus from Richmond, which gets back in, as I said, to Reith at 6. Uh, some of them children need taken over to Keld. So that's a run over to Keld, which takes you to around about 20 to 7 at night, uh, back into Reith for around about 7 o'clock or just gone. So I get home about half past 7, quarter to 8, which is 12 hours. A 12-hour day, which is phenomenal, really, as a volunteer. Yeah, but so enjoyable and, and lovely to meet people. And at the end of the day, it is only one day a week. I can volu- volunteer for more if I want to. Yes. But I just choose the one day a week. It's great. It's, it's mm. a fantastic way of getting to know people in the Dale. I'm sure. I'm sure. And what sort, what sort of people do you actually get on the bus? Is it mainly locals? Although I imagine in the summer you've an influx of um, sightseers and tourists too. Yes, that's right. Um, wintertime is generally um, locals. It's people going shopping from one end of the Dale to the other. That's all the way from Keld sometimes, all the way over to Reith. Uh, which reef market on a Friday, and then they want to lift back two or three hours later on the day when we come back. Um, as I said, from Reith into Richmond. Uh, yeah, and then during the summer, we get a lot of tourists. Um, tourists all the year round, actually, sometimes. We get a lot of people doing the coast-to-coast. Uh, we're on the coast-to-coast route, so we get a lot of coast-to-coasters. Um, and just getting to find out where people are from and what they're doing and what walks they're doing whether they're doing the Pennine Way, which goes through Thwaite, uh, just three miles away from Nuka. It's great. I love just meeting people and finding out where they're from, what they're doing. Now, I'm intrigued. If you've got coast-to-coast walkers, what are they doing on the bus? Well, <laughs> cheating, I think cheating, the word is cheating. Um, yeah, sometimes people do coast-to-coast in stages, you see, so they don't always walk all the way. Sometimes mm. they do it in stages, so Thwaite is a stopping point or Usher Gap campsite where they camp. And then they decide that they've had enough. They go off to Richmond and Darlington or wherever. And then they come back a week later and do the next stage from Reith over to Richmond. I always think it's, um, for me, I would think of it more as an endurance test, the coast to coast. Well, yes. I I did the coast to coast uh, 18 months ago, just before we moved here. Uh, It is. Mm. It, It was 12 days of hard slog, nearly 200 miles. But it was well worth it. Mm. So I can have I have a bit of an affinity with walkers around here. Yes. Now then, I can re- I can remember actually. Um, I think it was when I interviewed um, John Blackie about the little white bus. Yes. And I remember him telling me that there was a, there'd been a situation. I'm not sure if I've got this right or not. A situation where the bus was full. The bus was full at. at higher up the dale and the bus driver actually took some people dropped them off and came back and collected oh, we always because do that. it's um yeah. is, is that a regular occurrence quite a few things happen like that yeah we've had buses that are 16 people in it the maximum we can take for insurance 
and we find out who's going to which stops, who's going to be let out, and how many we have to go back for. So we always we always go back for people if we can. We also drop people at people's doors. Um, I had an old lady. In fact, I had three old ladies in uh, down home once, in Hudswell once, where uh, three old ladies wanted letting out at different stops. And just before I let out the last uh, last lady, I heard someone say, "He's ever so good, you know. They're ever so good on the little white bus. They stop right at your gates." <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, and if you'd have opened your gates, I'd have gone inside and turned your television on for you." <laughs> No, it's it's a fantastic service. I just wondered about um, about the the challenges then, because recently we've had quite a bit of flooding, so that must have disrupted the service. Uh, disrupted it to a small amount. Yeah, we try and keep running wherever we can because we do realise that people rely on us, especially locals at this time of year during the winter. But yeah, sometimes we have to detour through other villages, but we always get through one way or another usually. Mm. It's not very often that buses buses are completely cancelled. Uh, we just detour through mm. various villages. A bit difficult on the swale, of course, because either side we've got quite big hills for the bus to get up. Um, but I, in the 18 months I've been here, I've not known buses be cancelled other than for normal breakdowns, which can't be helped. But no. Otherwise, floods, yeah, they're a problem, but we can get around them. Right. Now, the the scheduling, I just wondered about how difficult it was to stick to it, having driven to you today and being behind um, a driver who's not a local, driving possibly to enjoy the scenery. I mean, we do get people and you can appreciate that they want to drive slowly and actually enjoy the view. But um, people who are not used to these narrow roads can be quite... Uh, slow compared to perhaps the speed that you're required to do on the bus to meet your schedule. Well, yes, but, you know, we need tourists for the area and the the area relies on tourism. Uh, Not really a problem. We get plenty of time on the timetable to get from place to place. And we generally try and take that into consideration. We were talking about the the fact that it's acceptable for you to be um, late but not early with the bus because if you're early... And someone wants to um, wants to catch you, and have got their timetable organised to actually catch the bus. You can't leave the bus stop early, but it's acceptable if you're running to Dale's time and actually are running a little late. Yes, yeah, certainly. Sometimes we have to stop in certain villages and one thing or other because we're slightly ahead of timetable. Mm. And the last thing we want to do is set off early and miss our customers. So yes, and. I spent the first two or three weeks when I was volunteering for the bus apologising to people saying, I'm ever so sorry we're late. We're slightly late. We're two or three minutes late. I'm ever so sorry. And one old bloke said, you're on Dale's time now, lad. (laughs) So, yeah, I certainly understood what he meant. Not classed as late, then not classed as late. Okay, is there anything in particular that you found very challenging then? Not really. It is what it is. You're driving a bus up and down the Dale. Um... I think it does become a little laborious going up and down the dale four times a day, and I certainly couldn't do it for more than one day a week. What I would like to try, and I'm starting next month, uh, is going up and down on the Voyager, which goes from Gale and Hawes along to Laban and Catterick. Um, and I think by doing that, that will vary my day slightly. Mm-hmm. So instead of going up and down the same dale four times a day... Um, 
in a few weeks' time, I'll be alternating my routes just to keep it a bit different, really, mm. and to meet other people down Wensleydale as well. Yes, and maybe some of your regulars will miss you. I think they probably will. They won't. They won't say that they've missed me. They just say, "Where have you been? Have you been on holiday again?" <laughs> but that's yeah. people in the dales, isn't it? Yes. So your your commitment then, when you decide that you've well, when you've been taken on as a volunteer, you, do you commit to a certain number of weeks, or is it just literally you can say when you're available and when you're not? Yeah. You. You. I determine when I want to drive the bus. I personally would rather do it every Thursday and keep that week by week. Um, A, so that I know where I'm, what I'm doing week by week, and also so the Little White Bus can programme. But they do the programme monthly anyway, so they do a, a programme a month in advance. So they will ask me now what I'm doing in April, mm. and in April they'll ask me what I'm doing in uh, May. So, yeah, I can choose when I want to do it. I can alternate my days if I want to. Um, the The... the Organisers in the office for the Little White Bus are excellent. Not only excellent with the volunteers, but excellent for people that want to inquire about bus times, etc. If they can help you, they certainly will. I know certain bus stops are not regular stops, but you can ring ahead. I think, is it 24 hours ahead? You can ring and actually um, request. I know um, Hilo, for instance, you would... Um, not always the bus doesn't always stop there no it you doesn't. can request to be collected or dropped off there yeah there's out of hours so if you want before eight o'clock in the morning uh then you can ring up and be asked to be picked up at Keld for uh seven o'clock quarter past seven if you want to uh, but you do need to ring in 24 hours in advance mm-hmm. uh, in the same way that after six o'clock at night on the Swelldale run anyway from uh, Reith uh, the school children that I take up to Keld, they do need to ring up 24 hours in advance. I suppose you can also do a block booking, I think, but mm-hmm. uh, but basically you need to let people know. For example, if me and my wife were going out one night and we needed to be out of the house for half past seven, if it suddenly sprung on me that I need to take children up to Keld at six o'clock from Reith, I'm not going to get back home for half past seven. So, yeah, we do need to know in advance, but we certainly don't mind doing it if we do know. No. So um, in order to do that, then they would just ring the office, the little white bus office, would they? Ring the office office bus uh, service number uh, or go on their website. But if you need to book in advance, you do need to ring them. Yes. Well, I'll put the well the telephone number. I might as well give it now as we're talking Please about do. it. It's zero one nine six nine double six seven four hundred. And I know that there is a timetable on the website too, which I'll put in the show notes so people have them. So we're talking about what the challenges are. You obviously enjoy doing it, but um, perhaps you could just share what what is the um, the best part of being a volunteer driver? Chatting. <laughs> Chatting and getting the gossip from the locals. Um, it was only, the, it was only uh, yesterday I was on the bus and um, there are very, various people that are quite ill at the moment around the area and you just chat to people and find out what their woes are and their worries. Um, and it's just great to meet people and to chat people. It, sometimes people live by themselves and they don't get to meet anyone else. So you're a sounding board really for them, whether it's happy things or whether it's sad things. And as I said, there's been a few illnesses around you recently. And it's it's great to chat to people and to give them some reassurance and one thing or another. So 
it's a lovely social service. It's not just a bus service. It's a sort of social enterprise, if you like. Yes, I'm sure. Oh, also, just another thing just to touch on is that um, I think for children, for under a certain age, is it only a pound? It is. Out of hours, it's a pound for uh, school children. Uh, I think that's after five o'clock and before nine o'clock in the morning. Right. And in the holidays, is there occasionally specials and that sort of thing? Yes, all school children during during any school holidays, local school holidays, go for a pound. So it's a pound even if it was from Cald to Richmond? Yes. That's phenomenally... It is. (laughs) That's really good value, isn't it? It's not just a bus service to make money, it's a bus service for the community. Mm. And that's one of the reasons they they only charge a pound for children during... during non-turn time mm. and also i think you must get quite a few people who have bus passes majority especially at this time of year yes yeah majority of people are bus passes um you, we do get quite a lot of um uh as i said we get uh, even during the winter we get a lot of tourists and every little helps you know if we can mm. get tourists in the winter they pay a little bit of cash that's great but the reason for the bus service isn't necessarily to make money it's in order to provide a service for the local community and to keep the dales alive to keep it alive yes certainly. because three or four years ago there was an instance where it stopped the local authority stopped running buses along swelldale and there was outrage at it and quite rightly the little bus little white bus company stepped in and here we are now today with a bus service mm. that runs up and down the dale four times a day six days a week and, well, six days a week, so not on a Sunday. Not on a Sunday, no. Not even on in the holidays on a no. Sunday? No, Sunday is a day. I actually I actually have been asked by someone in Reith, having missed a bus on Saturday, when the next bus was, and being quite appalled to be told that it's Monday. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Sorry about that. <laughs> we have to put the first springs first. You have to stay. yeah. <laughs> Uh, there are certain uh, buses that do run on Sundays. Mm. For example, there's the Garsdale bus that runs on a Sunday. And I believe there is a Wednesdaydale bus that runs on a Sunday. Right. Um, but it's just the Swaledale bus that The uh, Swaledale that doesn't. Okay. Right, well, thank you very much, David. That's uh, obviously a, a fabulous service that you're um, contributing towards there. Thank um, you. Thanks for talking to it's us. It's been a pleasure. This is Susan signing out from Inside Yorkshire. Mm-hmm.